When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking for a judgment-free zone? Are you looking for a host that's an open book? Do you want to discuss the things that we all face in real life with a heavy dash of motivation? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Let Me Touch You podcast. Let's get started. Here's your host. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let Me Touch You Podcast. To all my new listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. To my returning listeners, thank you for the continued love and support. So, we're here, Season 5, Episode 2, and I have my favorite Leo with me. Favorite Leo. Favorite Leo in the house. Favorite Leo, what's your name for those you know, new listeners that don't know who the hell you are. Uh, the favorite Leo's name is Styles from the Brunch Hour Podcast, aka yes. the Happy Hour Podcast. Shout out to Jess. Bless Jess. Pardon. I guess, Jess, we miss you. All right, guys, for those of you who don't follow Styles, make sure you do so. The Brunch Hour Podcast, Happy Hour Pod, and Bless Jess. I'll put all info on the description. So, we're here today to discuss another chapter of this amazing book, which I hope you guys have started to read with us. If you haven't, you're missing out. I gave a couple of places where you guys can listen to it, which is YouTube for free, Audible, all that good stuff. The title of the book is called Attached. Styles, how you like it so far? I'm learning a lot about myself <laughs> and I'm only in the chapter one. You know, just to let everybody know, like, that's how I'm going through it. I haven't read the book yet, so I guess with every episode or what have you, I'll be getting into it. It is crazy. Like he said, the same thing with me. The first, like, couple of readings, I was like, wow, that's me. Or certain things that they would say, I'd be like, oh, that's such and such. Now I know why such and such acts this way. You know, little shit like that. It's a great book. You I guys mean, have I definitely to to was looking at a lot of people differently, as well as myself, you know, as to why I do certain things or why I react to certain things. And I'm not going to lie, like that first chapter, I definitely felt judged. <laughs> really? Well, you know what? Before we get into that. Let's connect. Now it's time to connect. Let's connect. Before we dive in the book, we got to do our segment, Let's Connect. This is the clip of the week. Let's see what it is. What would you do if you and your partner had a mismatched sex drive? Guess you go first. <laughs> Damn, it's like a nuclear bomb. Like, first, I, need, I have questions. How did that become your partner? If y'all have mixed match sex drives, like clearly sex isn't, you know, um, a big thing to one or both of them. Because, you mm -hmm. know, for, for that person or either to recognize each other as your partner, sex is not a big deal. But um, that requires a lot of communication and a lot of conversation. And those are like you know, one of the tough conversations I don't think that everybody's built for. Have you ever been with someone like that that didn't match your sex drive? No, but it was a precursor to me finding out that somebody was cheating on me or I was being cheated on. So we got into it. You know, I have a, I have a high sex drive. Sex drive is bananas. And um, everybody that 
I don't want to say everybody, but for the most part, everybody, as far as as far back as I can remember, um, they matched my sex drive. Or, you know, even if they didn't, they were trying to compete. That type of situation. Okay. And then when it starts so to wane, si- go ahead. Mm-hmm. The situation where you got cheated on, mm-hmm. what was it? You said who? What was it like? What was the situation? What was the problem? You wanted too much. She didn't. No, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't amateur at the whole shit. So it wasn't even. I don't know. Oh. I couldn't even tell you okay. what the issue was. I could tell you that, um, you know, we both were young and shit started to happen. That happened. Um, I've reconciled since 100 years ago. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It could have been a, a plethora of things. You know what I mean? Me basically tuning her out and, you know, pouring my attention, not my dick, but my attention part. Am I allowed to curse? <laughs> Family show? You could curse. Yeah. Everybody, welcome back, Styles. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> nah, w- with that whole thing. So, it could have been a bunch of things. You know. You're um, young. You know, I, when yeah. we're young, we're still trying to find ourselves. So, how yeah, young? That, I want to say in my twenties. Oh, that's not young. No, nah, that's young. Young, but not young. Yo, you ever turned around and look at some of the twenty-year-olds right now? They look young as fuck, right? They and the do, shit that comes out of think... their but the shit that comes out of their mouths. No. No, I don't think at twenty, you shouldn't be cheating. Like you're old enough to communicate your needs, and mm-hmm. if your partner isn't meeting those needs. Voice that, and if it doesn't work, then keep it moving. Cheating I don't even young. I'll say no, guy. No, 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 guy. To me, young cheating is like when you're 17, 18, around there. Once you're in your twenties, like why? Listen, but I don't mean single. to incriminate myself, but I was cheating well into my thirties and Damn. some of my forties, maybe. Oh God! All right, I'll so. Just say. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. A whole nother it really show. is. Yeah. Hold on. I think okay, the police so is at my door. I'm playing. Okay. Yeah, they probably are. Horrible. Um. So for me, what would I do? Honestly, I will find somebody that matches my sex drive. The old me would have just went out there and find someone to fulfill where you lacked but that's the young me that's why I made that comment but you know the mature me if you're not fulfilling my needs I'm gonna let you know what it is and if you still ain't doing nothing about it then I'm gonna leave you now this is the thing I don't know how I would actually approach that that conversation you know especially like let's say that I'm lacking and -hmm. then my significant elder came to me and was like yo X, Y, and Z is it now I feel like I have a cold in the meat. You get me? So I don't know when when is the right time. Like, do I after the conversation, do I fuck you then? <laughs> do yeah, I fuck you, you ten minutes? Hold on, hold on. Do I fuck you ten minutes after the conversation? You understand what I'm saying? I don't know and, and this way this is where it becomes awkward for me. You know, um and this is not romant like romance advice or you know, relationship advice by far. Cause I'm super duper flawed But at the same time Like I couldn't have After that conversation is had I gotta go You know Why? I have to go Because Altering I might be comfortable with My sex drive You understand what I'm saying And at the same time See and this is where I'm about to delve in To like what the book said And some other things So I'm gonna leave it alone But After the conversation is had And I'm sure that we'll cover it once you know we jump into the book and all of that, but after the conversation is said, I gotta go because it's it's kind of awkward at that point. You know, if I'm coming home and you know, and I'm scratching my balls and going to sleep, you know, five days out of the week, and if that's I'm comfortable with that, then I'm you know whatever. I'm just not that interested, you know. And then when I bust off the other two days, I'm happy, but you're not happy. You gotta find yeah, somebody. You gotta, you gotta compromise. Gotta, I'm, I don't know if I want to comp like. That's a, that's a big compromise, though. 
If you love somebody, you'll come. You know how many times? See, now you're delving into the book. Because the book said love does no. not conquer all. And that's how we're wired. And that's how we're actually brought up. But we're going to leave you that alone. What? I started to get into yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to leave it alone. Heart to heart. It's time for the main topic. Let's have a heart to heart. Before we keep going, the ending of my advice to the Let's Connect voice your needs and that's that <laughs> all right I'm not, so I'm not fucking with you why not just voice i mean them. no 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 Say go it. ahead I, I like how you drag this into the <laughs> the beginning of the next segment no, i know I, but I, I just had to i had to it was sitting on your okay soul? so this shut up so <laughs> this chapter it they discuss um decoding your partners and your relationships right which I found it extremely interesting because it kind of helps you dig deep into your style, your partner's style, the red flags, a whole bunch of shit, right? So before we get into the chapter, I do want to ask you a question. I don't want to know your results for the quiz, right? But I want you to tell me what you think my attachment style is. Based on the person that you know. Remember, for those who haven't listened yet to the book, there's three attachment styles. There's the anxious attachment style, which I call the preoccupied one. There's the avoidant, which I call the dismissive one. And then there's the secure attachment style, which is the safe. So from the Barbie, you know, what do you think? Now, hold on, because I like how you switched up the whole avoidance, right? Um, Avoidant, right? And the avoidant is not, he's not necessarily being dismissive or she's not being yes, dismissive. Nah, she, and the, as it was explained in the book, it was like, yo, it's just, they feel like giving all of them in any given moment, you know, was a loss of independence. It's not being dismissive at all. But go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. As far as you're concerned, you mean with, I think. Styles always got to be right. There, okay. Huh? No, you. Go ahead. All right. So there's three. I think that you're the secure type, comfortable with intimacy. Really? I I mean, that's what you're given. Okay. Why? I mean, just from the, the stories that you told me. I mean, it, as far as, like, the growth is concerned, is is definitely growth because, you know, um, you don't strike me as the anxious type because the anxious type is worried about whether their partner is is loving them the way that you love them. And uh, we've never had that conversation. I've never had a conversation with you when you like, yo, old boy is like, I'm all into this dude and he's just not answering my calls or he'll tell me he loves me, but I just don't feel it in my bones. Like, I don't, I don't get that. You know, it is neither a good or bad thing. It's neutral. No, yeah. I'm just not getting that. And for those who are listening, you know, depending on your style, there's, no style that's like the worst style ever. You know, every style has the good and the bad. So, you know, whenever we're talking about an attachment style, don't think that, you know, we're singling you out. Like, your style is the worst style. Every style has their good and it's bad. That's a fact. What, do you, okay, what so about you, me? What, what am I giving? What am I exuding? You give what's, secure. What's dripping off of me? Huh? <laughs> you you said I give, give secure. secure. Okay. Yes, you do give secure. But again, like you said, that's from what I know of you, what I see, how you carry yourself. You give the secure style. But at the end of the day, I don't know you like deep you and your relationships and things like that. So some people could give off something and be something completely different. Right. Whatever well, style they're giving off is just like their um, whole defense mechanism for shit. I, I just want to say that I'm the proud wearer of all three styles, you know, and um, and not all at one time. But I've, I've come through that. You know, I was definitely um, I think I started with the the. Um, what you call it? The, um, the avoidance. Avoidant. I wasn't avoidant. You know. I think most men start off that way. 
I don't know. I've I've seen the opposite. I've been around, you know, dudes when I was in, you know, my avoidant space. You know, they were in a secure space, which is, you know, caused me to actually take a closer look at what they were doing and why they were doing it. And it caused, you know, a metamorphosis alongside with being avoidant. You you tend to lose the person, you know, that cared for you the most up until that point in your life. You know, so I had to I had to switch up just a little bit. And then. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, she just got up and walked away from the mic. And she's coming back. She's sitting down. She's got the headphones on. Let's see. She thinks that I'm editing this out. We are not. Okay, you're back. The hey. AC turned on. I'm sorry, and I didn't want it to you guys to hear. That's all right. We all family here. This is this is why I like your podcast. I love. Sorry, the, the AC turned on, and it could be kind of loud, so I had to run and turn it off. All right. Okay. So I was I was talking to the um. What do you call your your listeners? Let me touch you worse. What, what do we, what do we call them? I just be like, hey guys, my guys, hey guys, for everybody, guys. Yeah. Okay, that's sexist. Um, oh. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> um, my listeners, my supporters. I don't like the listeners and supporters. They all family. They all. I feel like I'm sitting here. You know what? You're absolutely right. My family yeah. and friends. Yeah, of that's all the, best of way to the put people it. that I've met, like you have a very dedicated fan base. Um. Yes, yeah, they are so amazing. To, They're the bomb. Right? To call them listeners is lightweight disrespectful. Um, Where was I? Yeah, the metamorphosis. So I, I basically, I grew from, I went from the um, the avoidant. You Don't tell us exactly where you are right now. No, I'm secure. But just, you, you've grown. No, that's what I say you are. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not shaming anybody else by saying that. Go ahead. No, of course not. Hopefully, when you took that quiz, you answered it truthfully. No, I was lying to myself. Exactly. I haven't grown that much. I'm lying. Listen, I'm lying. I, <laughs> like Styles says, I think um, I've gone through two different attachment styles. I won't say which, but I've gone through two. And my... Attachment style at the moment You guys are just going to be surprised about it That's all I, I think. Say. I think you've gone through all of them And and off mm. air I can tell you how But you, you've definitely touched on all of them And the only reason that I'm no. like I'm going to stay tight lipped No 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 you have Oh you have Just from the conversations that we've had You have You think? Yeah Alright we're going to dig deep into that All of them time. Touched on all of them um, All right. So, what? What you was gonna say? Nah. Uh, well, one of the things that the this chapter also mentioned, right? And I want to be very specific, is that um, the way that we're brought up can also, um, I guess, pin a certain a certain attachment. You're reading my notes. Oh, now I'm reading mine. Actually, I knew that I had to come prepared. <laughs> Cause I swear. Did you write that's that down? The next thing I was gonna go on to, yeah. Oh, you know what? You might do it better justice than me. No, go ahead. No, I like I'm good that at, you came prepared and you going with it. You know I what? Love it. I'm, go. Yeah, but I'm good at ad libs though. <laughs> oh God, I should have just shut up. You should have. Okay, so I was on the roll. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if you believe the theory that our attachment style is developed from when we're infants. I I don't want to say infant infants per se, but I definitely want to say our environment growing up, right? Because my mom. And, and this is the thing, like, this is a very triggering book for me, you know, Yes. which I, I want to commend you for, for doing what you're doing right now, because I'm going to be open and honest. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be open and honest with this, because I, I think that this is, I need this right now. There's a shot in the arm. I need this. But growing up, watching my mom in different relationships, now looking back on it didn't help me. You know, it, it did. Mm-hmm. It didn't help me. Um, I think that that's where I got, you know, I developed an avoidance type of, you know, whatever, because I didn't mm-hmm. want people to get close to me, you know, regardless of how I felt about them. I didn't want them close to me. And the reason why I didn't want them close to me is because I didn't want to have to deal with the, um, the disappointment of these people turning out to be the people that, you know, I, I totally thought that they weren't. 
you know. Yeah. And I'm big on disappointment. Okay, so I believe that it does begin when we're infants. I'm going to give you an example. You mean in the womb? For, no, like once we're born, newborns. Okay, okay. Give me an example. You know how there's some parents that their kids will cry and they'll run to them like, oh my God, the baby's crying. Don't let him or her cry. And they'll come and, you know, carry them and start kissing them to make them be quiet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those kids, I feel they grow up more of, it can go both ways. It can You can't say go, ages. And you know what? I didn't write down what he said, what it was called, where... That's where I fucked no, up. No, it can it's it's mainly secure. It's secure because they know that no matter what, their parent is gonna be there, right? Mm-hmm. So then you have the parents that the baby's crying. If you fed the baby, if the baby's diapers changed or whatever, they'll let you cry because they say that's a way to teach you how to survive. So those are more of the avoidant ones because their parents are more dismissive to them. Okay. I think that was saying the same thing. Yeah. But see, you just went earlier than, you know, where I started. Yeah, so I think it does it does start from like infants. So another thing that, you know, when it comes to this book, it doesn't to me, yeah, they base a lot of things on relationships, the you chapter, know, like with a partner. We're going the book in the general, book. no. Well we haven't. No, read but I'm just book. saying All right. I haven't finished it either. But so far from what I've gathered, like you said, Mm-hmm. Just the beginning of the book, you learn a lot. So with this chapter, you understand that um, even it helps you with relationship things as well as relationships with your children, relationships with coworkers. That's another thing this chapter talks about. Like, you know, once you start learning about attachment styles, you'll see how different coworkers act. And you'll learn that they're that way for a certain way. And instead of overreacting or getting upset because of something they say or they do, you learn how to understand them and work with them in a better way. So we're not just talking about intimate relationships. We're talking about friendships as well. Because that's what I gathered. But then he reeled me back in and he kept saying like intimate and stuff like that. And I was like, but I'm not intimate with my friends, you know, but with the stuff that he was saying, with regards to um, attachment, I feel like he was going in and out from being general to very specific. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, one of the things that he did say, and I alluded to earlier before, you was like, I wrote that down. I was like, nah, go ahead, run with it. Um, you know, we are, depending on your age demographic, right? Because I feel as though the music industry raises our kids now. That's, you know, and it's been like that. I mean, I I feel like when I was young, I was on the cusp of that, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. as far because there weren't that many songs out where it was like you were tough guy, you know, or your neighborhood type of situation whereby now forget about it. You know, um, women are out shaking their ass and stuff like that. We were doing that back then, too, you know, just not on a scale and not getting paid a quarter of what they get paid right now. Um, doing that But yeah. then I pointed out Like um, A lyric From From um, Jay Z Right A little A bar Basically You know Just the whole avoidant thing And how rampant It is You know And this is why I guess some of the dudes Are the way that they are We don't show We don't express Our love For women Right We rather Women are Are an accessory Right and the degree of badness of the woman is basically it, it is dependent. Well, not dependent, but determines our stature. You know, when Jay was like, "I don't love him, I fuck him." You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? That whole thing, and that type of thing, that type of thing actually stays ingrained in your head. You know, I'm in my 40s, and that shit is embedded. It's tattooed. You know, in a few places in my head. You get what I'm saying? And definitely played a part when I was out and about. When I was in the streets, fuck it. For lack of a better, when I was in the streets. When you were the streets. Yeah. And, you know, hitting them curbs. But um, when I was out there and, you know, I wasn't disrespectful, but that was my mindset. 
You get what I'm saying? Don't get attached. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get attached. Just keep it moving and, and shit like that. So I feel like, again, just to bring it back, I feel like the music industry plays a big part in that. And unfortunately, this shit is going to go left real quick. And unfortunately, okay. like, keep going. the environment at home, right? The home mm-hmm. literally is where you rest your head now. It's not even like a, a place of... It's not even the sanctuary that it used to be or should be, right? Where we're we're actually able to. I would not want to have a kid right now because that shit is a hard fucking job. Literally. I know. You know? Remember when kids used to come up or you came up, you was like, you always wanted to be like your dad or you wanted to be like your mom? Mm-hmm. Right, and it, there are still kids out there. It's like I want to be on, like my dad. I want to be like my mom. But that shit is vastly different from what it was. You know, now it's yeah. like, you know, you got kids like y'all want to be like Young Thug. You understand what I'm saying? I want to, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to be like um, a famous TikToker that's out there doing what they, which is interesting. And I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm gonna leave it alone. But I was looking at, I, I saw something and also read something about the um the algorithms for tiktok you know in other countries mm-hmm. versus china and that shit but we're getting to that so it's a whole other story we ain't even touch that right now but no because now, now i want to know no no, no 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 it was just basically how see the thing is with tiktok in america they reward us for doing stupid shit right the algorithm mm-hmm. rewards us for doing stupid shit in china the algorithm, which is funny, is bugged out. The algorithm rewards you for, you know, um, going to college, getting your degree. That's how the algorithm. I think I heard something about that. Yeah. Isn't that ill? And then we yep. like here the way that the algorithm is set up, you know, is is the exact opposite. But I think that in America, you know, the youth especially is just getting high on escapism. You know, they're in. Some of us in possible situations And like that is our outlet I need anything to make me feel good You understand what I'm saying But You want to know why too I blame that on avoidant parents Hmm? A lot of I blame that on avoidant parents A lot of Mm -hmm. these kids have parents that are avoidant They're not secure So if you're an avoidant person Raising children you're setting up your kids for disaster because at the end of the day, your kids probably need help with something or they're going through some situation in the streets and they're trying to talk to you about it. And you're that parent like, yeah, yeah, give me a minute. I'll talk to you in a minute. And then whenever you finally remember that your kid had to talk to you about something, you go to them and they're like, nah, forget it. I already handled it. You don't know what the heck that problem was. Your son probably had beef with somebody. Somebody wanted to fight them. They got into that fight already. Your daughter... God forbid, you know, crazy shit can happen. So, yeah, going back to it's good that you mentioned all of that because it goes into the whole parenting style when it comes to knowing your attachment style. If you're an avoidant parent, I think it's something that you need to learn and know that you are that way so you can change and be a better parent for your kids. So your kids won't, you know, it won't be a never ending cycle. You know, if you're avoidant. Your kids are going to be the same way. That's a fact. But you or know what's grow so up crazy? to be anxious. Right. Oh, that's a good one. So I think growing up, I was, my mom wasn't avoiding and to a degree. And I'll explain that. Um, and also, you know, the whole anxious type as well. Well, it turned me into the anxious type. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my mom had me when she was young. Right. And so the story goes. When she when when I was younger, she wouldn't allow me to call her mom. I had to call her by her first name because she was that yeah because she was that you know young you know my mom had me when she was sixteen I guess it's average age right okay. now but yeah because they moms had you when she was nine nah she was six yeah <laughs> she was sixteen I'm like, hmm? yeah yeah um and and the, a lot is gonna come out about that situation during this series. You know, but I do want to put it out there that my mom is an amazing person, you know, and she does everything in her <sighs> word just correctly. She does everything. She does everything. That's it right there. Just put a period on the end of that. She does exactly. everything. 
you know exclamation um, yeah and she always has however i'm starting to look back and discover myself through my youth you know when the time growing up with my mom through this book and it was a little bit triggering right a little bit triggering my mom lives up the block from me I see that woman maybe once every six months. When I say up the block, That's like horrible. four blocks. And we live on the same street. That's horrible. You we know. need to change that. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, this will be therapy. But um, And I'm not okay, ashamed what? of it. I have an issue. It's an issue. I'm trying to fix it. Go ahead. What happened? I think during this process, you'll be able to fix it. I have faith. Because I'm sure the same problem you're having, others are having... And I'm having it in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've realized that I'm an avoidant parent mm-hmm. and I don't like it. And it's not because it's something that I mean to do. And I've realized I'm an avoidant parent now that I have more children. When I only had my first son, Joel, I was a secure parent. Like each and every one of his needs were met. Like any little thing, I was there 24-7 for him. Then when it when I had Jomar, I still feel I was still a, a secure parent. I think I said secure before. I don't even fucking know what the heck I said. But for Joel, I was secure. When I had Jomar, I was still secure for both. Then when I had the twins, it's like I didn't know how to manage my time for all four. So I became avoidant to kind of like help myself not get overwhelmed with shit. So I would like pick things that I felt were more important to tackle at that moment. But just because it was more important to me doesn't mean it was, you know, less important to them. So I became an avoidant parent and I feel horrible, which leads me to my relate. And I understand now why my oldest son feels the way he feels when it comes to our relationship changing. Because I was so busy with everybody else, things that he was so used to me paying attention to, I was avoiding it. So from having a parent that's secure to an avoidant, it causes a big drastic change on the kids. So you're not only affecting your relationship with them, you're affecting their self-esteem. And later on, it's going to affect whatever relationships they develop. So I feel I fucked him up. You know what the ill thing about this whole shit is? That like when we grew up, our parents didn't have the resources that we have. Yeah. You know, they didn't have, <laughs> you know, they had to crack a book open and dedicate time. Whereas now they can not crack the book open and just listen to someone talk during their commute to work, you know, which opens up a broader conversation once you get to work with your coworkers, depending on who you work with, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, nah, I just wanted to point that out. I have another question for you, though, and I keep getting third time's a charm. I keep going away from it and coming back to it. The way that we were brought up and one of the most mm-hmm. popular scenes is that love conquers all. You agree? No. You could love somebody, but you're not putting in that time. It doesn't mean anything. So the love is not gonna not gonna get you through everything, huh? No. Good. I agree with you 100%. Um, because the rebuttal to that was like, um, what was it? Love doesn't pay bills or some shit like that. And, you know, if if we're using bills as a a metaphor, then, yeah, you know, it doesn't do a lot. You know, can't take you out on a date. Can't obviously pay the rent and shit like that. Um, That first chapter, I don't know if you guys have listened to it, but that first chapter is heavy in a sense. It's it's heavy. You know, with it only being, it was only, what, 28 minutes? Some shit like that. Yeah, if you're listening on Audible, I think like 25, 26 minutes max. Yep. Yeah. yeah, chapter one. It was bugged out because I felt like it was like 1A because it was a uh, 1B. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Was my homework assignment to listen to this too? No, no, no. Yeah, you stopped at the right point. So, yeah, it's it's an amazing chapter. Everything that he says, it doesn't only make you look at it when it comes to partners that you're with. You think about your kids, think about your friends, you think about coworkers. You just think, and you think about yourself mainly. 
Because again, like I said in episode one, the goal here is for us to figure out exactly who we are, what attachment style we have, and to fix whatever we don't like. We have to look the negative in the eye, embrace it, fix the shit. Well, That's the goal. I, and I think that that comes with, um, what was it, the quiz test or whatever? What is it? The quiz? Yeah. In so, chapter one. I mean, mm-hmm. episode one. Is it chapter one? No, I'm saying the quiz is in the book. The quiz, I did it for episode one because we're going to discuss that in another chapter. Which chapter? So I don't, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. We'll, we'll discuss that later. But I just want people, I just want everybody to take the quiz in the beginning. You see so me. So they can be stuck in their heads trying to figure out who they are as they read along. You see me over here trying to keep it organic, right? Now, fuck that. Uh-huh. I want to know right now. Now, nah, um, okay. Nope. Okay, so I have a question for you. What's up? What attachment styles are you mostly attracted to after listening to chapter one? After decoding your past relationships. See, that's what I'm saying. There's levels to this. There's levels to this. All right, so let's say there is levels. I agree 100%, right? When I was single and I was hitting those curbs. I'm talking about streets. relationships. I'm not talking about booty calls. This is, you but see, this smashing. is what he. All right, time out. See now, in the don't confuse the people because in chapter one he talked about that. And he talked about a young lady who couldn't get away from her man, and when she decided to get away from him, and her knowing what attachment style she was and what she needed in life, it helped her. So I'm I'm that young lady right now. Pause. That's all I'm saying. No, I understand that. Yeah, because in this chapter, he discusses a girl that has an anxious attachment style and she starts dating someone who has an avoiding attachment style. She knows that he's not good for her, but she is afraid of being alone and she doesn't know how to leave him. But when she did, she was a savage in the streets. Yeah. He said that. But the whole moral of the... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she definitely was. But the thing is, I don't want to just strictly stay on the book. Everybody, us. somebody right now is is sitting in their chair screaming at the um, screaming at their device. Like, is he gonna answer the question? Exactly. I, so I can't because you want to talk about old girl that ain't no. Because because you were the one that brought her up. <laughs> so people, like I said in episode one, yes, we're gonna talk about the chapter, but I don't want it to be a book review. I we're gonna discuss our lives and the things we learned about ourselves based on that chapter. So, what attachment style did you notice? There's levels to this. At one point in my life, I was attracted to the avoidant type because the avoidant type fit my lifestyle. You know, and that was in what what age range, Mister Levels? Up until I got married, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Like, oh, you avoided me? That's cool. That just gives me more reason to go over here. But um, nah, it's it's no, but that okay. I it worked, it. but so because you were I anxious during that time. No, no, I wasn't. It worked because I didn't have to address that I love you. I didn't have to say I love you. You get what I'm saying? And it was basically built off of actions. So if I showed you I loved you, that was enough, you know. And vice versa, and vice versa. I never sat back like, okay. damn, I wonder if she likes me the way I like her. Nah, never in your life. I know. I didn't say. I'm talking about recently. Oh, okay. okay. All right. See, you, you yeah, have I to you have to levels. rewind this. I'm sorry. I went through all of this. You have levels. Yeah, I touched them all. I touched them all. Pause. So, this is the thing. Um, <laughs> right, right now I'm sitting comfortably atop the throne of secure. <laughs> you know, because again, um, I'm comfortable, but through, especially through these. Now I don't want to say especially, but reading this first chapter put me in a position where you know i can question why i'm sitting in that position you know and understand why i'm sitting there now but i've touched everything so the most attractive to me was the avoidant for okay a a great bulk of my life (laughs) okay okay the crazy shit is that i am mainly attracted to avoidance as well I don't know if it's the whole chase things. I swear, sometimes I feel like I should have been a dude. Stop that. Like, 
No offense to the guys, but you. None taken. I'm hello. just saying. I'm just saying, though. Because, you know, usually the guys like the whole chase thing. Girls not don't a really guy. like but that. But see, I'm hoping through this book you realize that it's not based on sex. <laughs> it's not based on sex. No, yeah, of course. Attachment styles is definitely not based on sex. But it's very rare that you hear a girl say, honestly, well, or at least a girl admit it. Let's put it that way. I've been in plenty of those rooms. I've had plenty of friends. Yeah, because it's nothing. See, the thing is, because of the stigma that's attached to it, people won't readily just jump out the window and say that. That's fine, but I'm watching you do it. You understand what I'm saying? So everything doesn't have to be verbalized. You understand? You can you can see it. Your homegirl sitting down and she's like, she's literally chasing this dude. And you looking at this dude like, he really is not into you like that. But she's texting him every two seconds, liking all of his pictures. And he's not liking any of her, her pictures. She chasing this dude. Yeah. And what I can say, you know, after reading this chapter is that I've noticed, even from my past experiences, that anxious people are attracted to avoiding people and I don't know why but during my anxious phases I was attached to these avoiding men and all it did was stress me the hell out which made no sense so Just what like were you the you were the anxious the, you were the anxious chasing the avoidant the avoidant yes I didn't like the secure because I was so anxious and they didn't make me feel comfortable. Like, you're a little I'm, too cocky for me. I'm not laughing I'm at good. you, I promise you. <laughs> I am not. I wish I, yeah, I could see him because he's over here. I'm not. Shit, but see, the, the only in. reason is because the only Bob I know is the tough Bob. Bob Tyson. That's, That's what I'm telling you. You're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to see a whole nother side of me this season. I'm, I might cry. This is going to be the first season where I might cry with you guys. We've seen that before. No, I think I've cried before. I was there. you might hear me cry a couple of more times. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. So, another, my last question. Um, what have you learned about yourself that you can change so far just with chapter one? I need to be more vigilant because I don't okay. think that this was a self-discovery part of the book. So I didn't discover anything about myself um, personally. However, it, it, I, I used it as, I guess, looking through the lens of me to the world and the people around me. You get me? So what I started to do. Because it turned into a nice little fun game before my ADD kicked in and I was washing dishes and then doing a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> what I started to do was, um, like, go through my mental Rolodex of friends. <laughs> You're like, all right, what's, what's your deal? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that whole thing. And then, you know, I had to basically fight the urge to want to text them and be like, yo, you good? Cause I was I was reading something and uh, that shit you did last week. <laughs> I can tie that to something finally, you exactly. You know that whole thing. So that's actually what made the book fun for me. Well, made that chapter fun for me and didn't turn it into um, a homework piece of sorts. Because I was dreading getting to it. It was last minute. No, and it's. I have a feeling it's going to be like that for every chapter. Not like every chapter, every time we learn something, yeah. if it doesn't pertain to us, we're gonna it's gonna make us think of someone. Yeah, yeah. I'm eager. I Whether see it be a friend, an ex, somebody. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. So with me, what it made me. I'm sorry. I, Hold on. Stop. Stuck Paul. out to stop me. Paul. Paul. What? Paul. I'm not being a good co-host. I'm not because we had this whole discussion in in pre-production. So let me do this for you. Yo, Bob, can I ask you a question? No. You said no? No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> let me ask you a question, Bob. What's what up? did you what did you get from 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 uh <laughs> chapter one? I promise you, ladies and gents, we had this conversation before and I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm with it, coach. And she put me in a game and I was just you know. he don't laying listen. a lot of bricks. Go ahead. 
um, the part that stuck out to me was um, being an avoidant parent. And I have to work harder on changing that because I don't want my kids to grow up being avoidant or anxious. I want them to be secure in everything they do. And that starts at home, which starts with me. I mean, moreover, like you don't want them to grow up, become adults, understand the world differently than they did when they were growing up with you. And then look back like, yo, mom, what was your problem? You don't mm-hmm. want that. That's that's going to be. Yeah. And that's what I'm going through with my mother now. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, check it out. Because a lot of things that I went through as a kid with my mom, I don't do that with my son or my daughter or my other son. You get what I'm saying? Like, we don't. I just don't yeah. do that. He was like, his son, his son and his daughter. Like, my guy, why not just say your sons and your. All right. Off that. <laughs> It just, it clicked in my head just now. Yeah, it clicked in my head just now. I'm like, you're stupid. But anyway, um, how you call it? You don't, you just don't want them to, to, to grow up and feel any type of way, you know, um, once they can look back and really understand it from an adult's point of view. And I understand that, you know, but I also want you to know that Uh you can't, you can't be everything. You have to put your best foot forward, but you just can't be everything. I agree 100%. Dare to be touched? Here's the quote of the day. So I'm glad you ended that segment on that note because it goes perfectly with the quote that I chose for today. So the quote is as follows. It is very important that you be compassionate with yourself. The worse you feel about yourself, the more you want to go back to that false safety of the bad relationship you were in. And this quote is by Amir Levine, which is one of the authors of the book. So, yes, even though like I am my worst critic, everyone that knows me knows that like can't nobody tell me nothing because I already said it to myself like in the worst way possible. Even though I know no one can be perfect, it just still messes with me, you know, because growing up, like Styles said, when we get older, we start thinking about things that happened to us growing up and the things that our parents did and the things that we don't want to do. If your parent was the type of parent that didn't tell you I love you enough, you grow up and you make sure you're that parent that tells your kids that you love them. Your parents didn't spend time with you. Even the littlest things you try to do with your kids as much as you can even though you annoy the shit out of them but a lot of times we're super hard on ourselves and every day we're learning so this process is going to be a learning process for all of us we have to be compassionate with ourselves throughout the process and take it one day at a time any closing words um shout outs to all of the parents trying to make it work at home you know and shout outs to all of the people that are in positions as far as relationships are concerned and they're ready to have a conversation to fix it or leave it. You know, so shout outs to y'all. Yes. This is gonna be an amazing season, guys. Just with chapter one, look at all the information we gathered. Don't be shy if you guys, you know, have something that you wanna share with us that you learned about yourself. Throughout one of the chapters you read, you can send me a clip. We can play that and let's connect instead of a regular question. I'm open to all of that. So, you know, just send us anything. If you're shy, you don't want to send a clip, send me a message and I'll read that. Yes, please. I think that um, this is the time for dialogue. You know, let's all sit in this room and have a conversation. You know, so definitely please do as Barb says. (laughs) <laughs> one last thing I just thought just came to my mind last you know this is like a composition gonna... right now so now your one last thing is I gotta throw in the last now I'm playing go ahead shut up no I just thought about this so last episode I said I was gonna give away a book right so we haven't disclosed our attachment styles but on this episode I think the our list, my listeners your listeners everyone has not the listeners our family 
going to switch the word from listeners to family. I apologize. You guys know I love you. Doesn't matter what I call it. It's all love. So you guys have learned about a lot about Styles and I. So I think the best way to do the giveaway for the book is I'm going to put up a poll. You guys are going to have to answer the poll and try to guess both of our attachment styles. The first person to get it correct will win the free copy of the book, whether you want the hard copy or audible, whichever way you want it, I'll buy it. So which way you think we should do the poll on Spotify, poll on IG, which way you think would be better? I think we should do it all over on all of them. That's one, too. I also think that, you know, because I don't want let's let's all do the work so you can't win. I Well, I prefer that they not just win just by clicking a button. You know, mm-hmm. I think that you should go to the IG page, go to let me let me touch you. IG page and leave a voice memo. You know, what I mean, do it that way. Let's make it personal. You know, we all out here bearing our souls. Let's do it. That's just where I'm so at. Leave a, so leave a voice memo and answer the poll? Absolutely. Because you're going to answer the poll and give your reasons. Not, you know, like, I think that so-and-so was this. And give me your reasons. Oh, that's an even better idea. You see mm. how great we work together? A little bit. Teamwork makes a dream work. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's a good way. You got to answer the question and say why you think we are that attachment style that you picked. We look forward to your answers and we look forward to seeing you next week. Please subscribe, rate, and follow Barbie on IG and let underscore me underscore touch underscore you. Facebook at Let Me Touch You Podcast, Twitter at Let Me Touch You Three, and on YouTube at Let Me Touch You Podcast. Want to be featured on Let's Connect? Simply call 929-359-3229 and leave Barbie a message. Your message will be on an upcoming episode. Thank you for the continued support. See you next week. Stay safe and stay blessed.